This is a Radio 1 91FM one podcast. RNZ released an article regarding newly qualified teachers being severely underpaid in New Zealand and some going months without the correct salary that aligns with their qualifications. I talked to Gabby Richardson, about a new, oh, who is a newly qualified teacher, about her experience entering the workforce. So how was the job search as a newly qualified teacher like for you? It was kind of easy because I knew that I wanted to go to Wellington. So that helped narrow it down. If I wanted to stay in Dunedin, it was not possible. There were like three jobs going in Dunedin um, for, for me as an English teacher anyway. Um, I applied to like maybe five in Wellington and then was rejected from one and didn't hear back from the others and then got this one. But it was pretty quick. So after I had my interview, they called me pretty soon after. So I had enough time to organise myself to move up. So what was the process like in getting the job at the location you're at now? Was it very easy um, in terms of what came after the interview? Yeah, they just told me when I sort of needed to be there for the start date. Um, And then I just got all my stuff organised, moved up, and it kind of happened very quickly. Like we really got stuck into it because I guess the school year is very intense from the start. So, yeah, I felt like I had everything I needed. My school's really good, so I feel supported. So it was easy to get into things quickly. So it wasn't hard to know what I was doing after I got the job. There was not a lot of paperwork for accepting my job. The paperwork that came after was for my salary stuff. So the actual, with my actual school, because it's separate to who pays me. So the paperwork's very minimal for my school, but a lot for the other issue. So could you explain more about your experience in, um, so far in terms of being underpaid and that paperwork as well yeah so the schools don't pay any teachers you have a separate sort of collective that pays teachers and as a beginning teacher for some reason they set you on the untrained and unqualified rate which is forty thousand dollars a year I think and that already makes no sense because for the most part you can't become a teacher in New Zealand unless you're qualified. So I got my first pay slip and then I saw that that was what I was being paid and then I realized that I needed to do you have to lodge this request to have a salary assessment. So that was when I realized I had to do that and then you fill out all the paperwork to tell them what your qualifications are, tell them where you've worked before. Then they say that they will take a maximum of 15 days to have the entire process sorted and I did that maybe February and it's now May. So I have actually been paid now, but the back pay was incorrect. So I'm in the process of sorting that out. So, yeah, I, there was a bit of back and forth with the, the Nova pay or Ed pay. Um, I had to call them a few times and sort of ask where my application was at. And all they could tell me was that they couldn't tell me. So they were like, oh, it could take up to two weeks but by that point it had already been six weeks or something so when did you start getting paid for being a qualified teacher last week (laughs) so last week I was paid a a rate underneath what I'm supposed to be paid because it's different I have a master's and it's different for like a bachelor's degree and it's a pay scale so I'm on step five or something and I was being paid for step four so they got back to me and they said 
you know, it's finally done. We've done the assessment. Here you go. You're welcome. And I had to go back to them and say, it's wrong again. <laughs> so I'm waiting for my back, back pay to be corrected and waiting for my actual salary to come in properly, hopefully, um, next payday. <laughs> so do you know any other new teachers that are experiencing anything similar? Pretty much my entire cohort from Dunedin last year. There was about 70 of us in the secondary cohort and... I would say I've only spoken to about five people who have been paid correctly from the start. Have they all just been going through the same process of the filling out the paperwork and then calling back? Yeah, we have the PPTA. So I know that some people have been talking to uni in Dunedin and then they were also talking to the PPTA to sort of find out like what's going on and if it's normal and what we should do because there was confusion about our rate as master's graduates as well because... We were told at uni that we would be on step five and then a lot of schools or NovaPay decided that a master's qualification wasn't actually step five anymore, even though last year when beginning teachers had finished, it wasn't a problem. So it's been an entire issue with like every organisation that you go to talk to. It's been so difficult. So one reason that RNZ pointed out was that new teachers and schools, quote, fail to provide education payroll limited with paperwork that ensures teachers' pay rate matches their qualifications. Well, so we have to apply to the Education Council to get a provision really be employed without that. I kind of understand what they're saying, but the fault is theirs because you have to submit your qualifications, but you don't know that you have to do that because you've already done that to the education council to get your job. And then Nova pay comes back and underpays you. And then you realize you have to submit qualifications again to a whole new organization. So it's unclear from the beginning. And did your employers, your school talk to you about that situation or did you just have to learn through outside sources? Yeah, my school helped me once I asked what was going on. Because I guess some people get lucky and they get it right from the start. So it was only when I went to my school and, and I said, hey, what's going on with my payslip? That they were like, oh, yeah, you have to do a salary assessment. And I spoke to some of the other teachers at school and they pre-warned me that it was going to take ages. So it's been going on for years as well. I've asked teachers who have been there for like five years and this happened to them as well. So it's not a COVID thing either. I'm sure that doesn't help, but it's been a really slow process even before COVID ever existed. So I just wanted to finish on the fact that so many of you are being underpaid from the get-go. Do you think that it can majorly influence their ability to teach as well as morale? Yes, definitely. I've been quite stressed out about moving from Dunedin to Wellington and all of the costs associated with finding a new flat and starting a new job and, you know, just everything that comes with that and being significantly underpaid. Like I was underpaid by $20,000 a year. So that's the salary rate that I was on and it stresses me out. And then you have to teach somehow confidently and calmly. Yeah. So it's been, it's been hard, but I know that I, I had a few teachers offer me money from their own accounts as well. They were willing to help me. And then they told me that there were a few times that teachers in the past have needed money. So they've spoken to the, the finance person at school. When you think about the amount of teachers that do move away from where the institution is, where they studied, that process in itself is quite costly. Yeah, I think I had, I think most of my cohort from Dunedin has moved somewhere else. I think for a lot of people, I never had study link or student loan or any kind of help from the government because I'm from Australia. But I think for a lot of people, the change from being in uni and being a student and getting some assistance to then 
sort of being out on your own and being significantly underpaid is a real shock. It's also quite embarrassing. When I was offered money from the head of department, I would never want to take it, even if I was, you know, like I'd go to the end of the fortnight and I would have two days short where I had absolutely no money, but I still wouldn't take money off somebody that I worked with. I don't know. I think a lot of people have a bit of trouble accepting money from other people. I just am so confused about what the issue is. If it always takes so long to process somebody's application, is it because you're understaffed? Because if that's the case, then surely wouldn't you try to hire more staff when you first realized that this was an issue? Yeah, that's very true. Everybody says something different. So it's impossible to get it right the first time. Thanks for listening to Radio 1 91 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz. 